Are you ready? I'm ready. Roll the intro. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand spanking new episode of Bitcade. Um, I am one of your hosts, Ryan A.E. Moore. Joining me, like always, is... Sticky. And this is Bitcade episode 45. 45 of these bad boys. We're on the road to 50. We're almost there. Um, and, uh, yeah, welcome to it. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the Twitch leak. Uh, as of right now, the date is currently, uh, October 6th. 6th, So more might be coming. Uh, but that is what we're, this, this has happened just really recently. Uh, literally the article we're about to read was written today. And so... We're going to talk about it as it's kind of just happened. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, the next topic we'll talk about is uh, Valve did a teardown and gave some details on the innards of the stream deck, or the Steam Deck, sorry. Uh, and then we will talk about uh, Pokemon uh, joining forces with Universal Studios Japan. And so we are going to be talking about those topics today. Um,. The first thing, topic number one, uh, the entirety of Twitch has reportedly been leaked. This article is from uh, video game, videogameschronicle.com, written by Chris Scullion. Um And uh, yeah, so to catch everyone up, an anonymous hacker claims to have leaked the entirety of Twitch, including the source code and user payout information. Uh, the user posted a 125 gigabyte torrent link to 4chan on Wednesday, stating that the leak was intended to, quote, foster more disruption and uh, competition in the online video streaming space, end quote, because, quote, their community is a disgusting, toxic cesspool, end quote. VGC can verify that the files mentioned in on 4chan are publicly available to download as described by the anonymous hacker. One anonymous uh, company source told VGC that the leaked data is legitimate, including the source code for the Amazon-owned Steam uh, streaming platform. Uh, in, uh, internally, Twitch is aware of the breach. The source said, uh, and it's believed that the data was obtained as recently as Monday, which would be um, a couple days ago, uh, we're, we've uh, requested comment from Twitch and will update the story when it replies. There was an update to the article, and Twitch did confirm the leak is authentic. Quote, we can confirm a breach has taken place. Our teams are working uh, with urgency to understand the extent of this. We will update the community as soon as additional information is available. Thank you for bearing with us, end quote. And then uh, the main bullet points here of what got leaked is the entirety of Twitch's source code with uh, comment history 
quote, going back to its early beginnings, end quote. Uh, so I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's the quote from the hacker. And I, I, I'm assuming that is. So it's their source code from forever, I guess, uh, or all their source code that they've ever had. Uh, mm-hmm. Another bullet point is the creator payout reports from 2019. Another bullet point is mobile, desktop, and console Twitch clients. Another uh, bullet point is uh, proprietary SDKs and internal AWS services used by Twitch. And another bullet point is, quote, every other property that Twitch owns, end quote, including IGDB and CurseForge. Another bullet point is an unreleased Steam competitor codenamed Vapor in Amazon Game Studio, from Amazon Game Studios. And the last bullet point here is Twitch internal, quote, red teaming, to, uh, end quote, tools uh, designed to improve security by having staff pretend to be hackers, which is interesting that that was the thing. Um, yeah, I don't know what that really means here. I'm going to pause here for a second just to get Ashton's kind of <clears throat> word in here for right now. Those are the well, things. How are you feeling about this so far? Well, um, my immediate thing is like, you know, because all those passwords and stuff, they have all that information. Um, that really sucks. That's why it's always good to have uh, uh, that, uh, that two-step verification for your account. So if you've been logged in on a different device, um, you can't unless it's uh, you get a code sent to you via text or email. Uh, so that's... You know, it sucks for people who don't have that already. Um, it really sucks. As for, like, showing the uh, amounts that each Twitch streamer makes, I mean, that's... You could literally just do the math and do that yourself. You don't need a report to show you how much streamers are making. It doesn't even matter. Some people are really mad that the streamers that they're watching are making so much money. And it's just like, why? <laughs> why? Why are you mad about it? You're watching them. You want to continue watching them. You support them in that way, even if you don't pay. Like, I don't know why you'd be mad. The only people who are mad are just jealous about making that much money. I mean, we'll, we're on that list as well. We are smaller, so nobody's going to really jealous of the amount of money that we make. But I do want to take the opportunity to thank everybody who has contributed to us uh, via Twitch. Uh, with subs and donations and stuff, because it actually really does help. We've gotten quite a bit of equipment out of it. Um, to upgrade our streams and our videos. So thank you guys for that. Yeah, it's... uh, Now, going into that, this this article does go, I think, a little bit into more of a breakdown of the the Twitch um, partners and their break... uh, Who's gotten all paid. So... um, But yeah, my thoughts on it so far is like, yes, uh, the information that if you are a Twitch partner or a Twitch affiliate, your information is taken. If you got paid out, your information is, he, this person does have your information. Um, now, what was publicly shown was only, I believe, the top 25. Um, but we'll get into that here. From in that screenshot. Yeah, from the screenshots uh, that was shown everybody's been paid out is on that torrent link yeah in the the files yeah but the ones that were shown 
uh, on there are the uh, yeah are just the top streamers that everyone has kind of known. Um, but yeah, so going more into it here, uh, some Twitter users have stated uh, started making their way through the 125 gigabytes of information that was leaked, with one claiming that the torrent also includes encrypted passwords and recommending that users enable two-factor auth- uh, authentication, which is uh, you know we've we've all. I, I now Twitch does tell you to do this when you are a part of it. That let this be a warning to everybody now. Please two factor authenticate everything you have. Everyone does it now. Um and and I know it's kind of just saying the same thing, a little bit of what Ashton was just saying, but Twitch does ha- use specific apps that will do this. Um, like I, yeah, I do get an SMS message that says that we, uh, someone's trying to log in, but I don't get it through text message. I use a website to get that code. So it's like, it's, there's specific things and that code changes in every couple seconds. So please go and double authenticate, whether that be your, your Amazon account, your Blizzard account, they do, they uh, Activision Blizzard has their own version of the uh, their like authentication thing. Just get your thing double authenticated. If you're using it with money, if money's involved, just double authenticate it. Just it does it takes a couple more taps of the screen, but God, you'll thank yourself later. But you know when shit like this happens. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so the the article goes into more in depth of how to do that. Of how to get it going if you if you want to try and get that done. Uh, the torrent also reportedly includes Unity code for a game called Vape World, which appears to be a chat software based on Amazon's unreleased Steam competitor Vapor. Meanwhile, Vapor, the code name uh, for an alleged in-development Steam competitor, is claimed to uh, integrate uh, integrate many of Twitch's features into a bespoke game store. Finally, the leaked documents allegedly show the popular streamers such as Shroud, Nick Merckx, and Dr. Lupo have earned millions uh, from working with the popular streaming platform. Uh, What it doesn't include is money that streamers have earned outside of Twitch, including merchandise, YouTube revenue, sponsorships, and uh, external uh, donations. So if money was donated through like Streamlabs or through like another thing, that money was not counted in this spreadsheet. Um, it's just what people used for bits and what people used for subs. That's that's what this total is. So that can even tell you, I'm not going to go into depth of how much money people make because honestly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, so, But what I'm getting at is think about how much they've made on this little stupid spreadsheet they make more than that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, but yeah. And taxes are taxes, people. They still got to pay it. So, um, yeah. but yeah. So the anonymous leaker has stated that this is just the first part, which Ashton, I'll let you go into this a little bit more. Cause you know a little bit more about this part than I do. Uh, just the first part of the content due to be leaked, but hasn't stated what the plan, uh, t- or what they plan to re- also release. One cybersecurity expert said on Wednesday, which is today, that if fully confirmed, the Twitch hack, quote, will be the biggest leak I ever, I have ever seen, end quote. Twitch uh, yeah. has regularly found itself under fire from uh, creators and users 
with who feel the site doesn't take enough action against uh problematic members of the twitch community last month the twitch streamers called out uh, called on other channels and viewers to boycott the site for 24 hours as a response to hate raids. Uh, on the on the same day as the campaign was initially announced, Twitch posted a thread on Twitter explaining that it was attempting to stop hate raids, but that it was not, quote, a simple fix, end quote. Quote, no, no one should have to experience a malicious and hateful attacks based on who they are or what they stand for end quote it's stated quote this is not the community we want on twitch and we want you uh to know we are working hard to make twitch a safer place for creators hate spam attacks are the result of highly motivated uh bad actors and do not have a simple fix uh you your your reports have helped us take action we've been uh, continually updating our site-wide ban world filter word filters and help prevent uh, variations on hateful slurs and removing bots when uh, identified. We've been uh, building channel-level ban e evasion detection and account imp uh, improvements to combat these malicious behaviors uh, behavior for months. However, as we work on solutions, bad actors work to uh, work in parallel or parallel to find ways around them, which is why we can't always share details end quote. And that's the end of the article there. So let's go back yeah. a couple steps here and talk about the first part of content due to leak uh, that the person said, because I didn't know about this, but then Ashton, you told me about this. So. Um, about them bringing in, like another second wave of information or yeah 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 um well i mean i, I was talking with uh, tyler as you guys know pluvio um and my cousin michael um we were all kind of talking that it's it's probably like the the best theory right now is that all this is all information they already have they're not still getting information uh, because the point of this was to you know, put a spotlight on Twitch as long as possible and a negative one at that. So it's they they probably have more than that second wave, honestly, in my opinion, of information. Um you know, the whole point is just to shit on Twitch and they're doing a great job at it. Uh I don't agree with it because this is people's like information <laughs> you know, you're not you're not just necessarily hurting Twitch. You know, regardless if they do anything with the the information they got either. But, like, the other thing, too, is, like, you know, it makes makes me curious what else they're going to have in that, that leak. What's going to be just as, if not worse, than what they've released already? Um, to me, that would be something in the forum of either... Uh, like Plivio was saying, like, uh, addresses... Um, for users, because you have to give your address when you sign up for Twitch. Payouts. Um, when you sign up. Yeah, yeah for, for payouts, but that's like a ton of people. That's yeah. a lot of people. It, it also um, is tax information. Um, yeah. Because Twitch, ha when you become an affiliate and a partner, uh, you need to fill out your W. It's not a W-2. It's something else. 
um, uh, you need to fill out tax information for Twitch to pay you out because you do get taxed on that money. So, you know, all the money that we make on Twitch, we're not getting – we get – Twitch gets a cut, and then we get our money, and then we pay – and then I have to pay taxes on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, so it is it is a process of, of things that could eventually – I mean, if things go really bad um, – I mean, could be the downfall of Twitch in a matter of weeks. Uh, it would have to take something more than addresses to do that, though. I mean, because yeah, yeah, their only other gone. thing, the only other thing that uh, the only other platform that people actually take seriously as a video sharing platform is going to be YouTube and not Facebook Gaming. No one's going to yeah. switch to Facebook Gaming over this. Um, no, and yeah. that's not shit on Facebook Gaming because I mean they're they're valid. They have really good. Uh, content creators over there um but it's just it's like just... Uh, with with big names like lupo and tim already made made that move earlier in last month then it's definitely or a couple months ago i guess um the it it is definitely more of a pull and, and most twitch creators already have a youtube channel for highlights and shit like that so it'd yeah. be an easier migration but you would see this huge wave that would just pulled yeah. towards youtube's direction um yeah i mean the other thing too is like i mean everybody hates on twitch but i mean it's it's these problems are not specific to twitch either um hate raids are pretty much on twitch um but i mean as far as like not evenly enforcing rules and doing all that other shit that everybody hates about twitch just twitch staff not being good really at all which they aren't they suck. YouTube is literally not any better. They're the exact same. Um, the only difference is, um, I think it's that something like this is less likely to happen. And, uh, something like built up as high as Google is. Yeah. Um, plus, YouTube's been around since two thousand and five. Whereas yeah. Twitch has been around what since two thousand and thirteen. So. Yeah. So, and it's I don't know. I feel. That's probably less likely. I I would trust Google over Amazon. Um, personally, I just think there's more talent over at Google. See, but the other thing too is I don't think that this was a cybersecurity issue. I think this was a uh, an inside job. You think it's inside job? Hundred percent. That was a. I didn't really think about that until you said it before we recorded, and I was like. Mm. And think about the shenanigans that could be somebody in the in, a disgruntled employee, which it's just insane that like somebody would do this because this yep. is not this. This at this point is like you guys are terrible to the people that are on this website. So I'm going to leak all of their information <laughs> like that's exactly yeah. what this person did. Like they're but... like, oh, your communities here on Twitch are terrible people. And they all should never be, you know, creating the content that they create here on Twitch. And it's like, there are, I don't know, it, it's it, 120 gigabytes of information is not PDFs of people of how much, who got paid out in the last two years. It's not just, you know, the Word documents. This is, this is big stuff. You know, they, they, they got the whole source code of Twitch. And what this person is saying, and I think is hoping for, is the fact of like, 
oh, now that I leaked the the source code of Twitch, people can now use that, and then maybe they can use that source code to build their other like other video platforms. See, see that's where. I don't understand. You don't need source code to make a Twitch clone. Like you can literally just take the idea and make it. Like it's not. It's not hard. Well, it's, it's not an original idea that Twitch has got right now. I mean, no. It's hell. The only porn, thing that's porn companies is... have been doing this. You got cam girls that have been doing this longer than uh, Lupo's been playing games on on Twitch. Like yeah, th this it's... idea is literally just cam girls. Uh, and other like chatterbait clones, but this is just gaming. <laughs> like, and they have a yeah, set of rules. The only thing that, that is specific to them is their algorithm, which any platform typically, like, like for example, YouTube. YouTube changes their algorithm all the time, so that way it's, you know, not as like consistent. You know, it's people don't take advantage of the algorithm, so it gets tweaked. You know, so I mean, really, it. The source code, I, I, I could care less about. I honestly could care less. Who gives a shit? You can literally make a clone without looking at any other source code, just looking at ideas. I mean, I just got done with, like, school being a software engineer. I'm in no way, shape, or form, like, amazing at coding. You know, like, oh, I, I, I graduated computer programming. Ooh. Uh, it's, it's not a difficult site to make. It's it's really not in in terms of just video sharing and streaming. Like you could you could make something like Twitch, with just a small team. Um, you just would need a bigger team. The bigger the audience you have to handle like reports and server maintenance and all that all that shit. So it's it's really not it's not rocket science. Um, it it really isn't source code. I honestly care less about it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the main thing is is that information was leaked, and it is, uh, you know, the thing is is like how much money people make is, I don't know, irrelevant. It, it, it's yeah, irrelevant. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, um, because you know we live in the society where it's like, oh, you shouldn't tell how much money you make, and it's like, no, that's not how. The only people that don't want you to tell how much money you make is your bosses because if they tell if if ash and i had the same job and i went to him and i go oh yeah i get paid 20 dollars an hour and he goes well i get paid 15 then he's gonna go and demand to be paid 20 dollars an hour but if i kept that to myself he's never gonna know so it's like that's yep. there's never the, it doesn't hurt because it doesn't affect me it affects his paycheck so it's just people trying to cut corners so and if you're thinking, oh, you know, and obviously we're coming from like as a Twitch, you know, affiliate, but if you're thinking that it's like, oh, I'm going to not subscribe now to they have enough money Nick Merckx, blah, blah, blah. yeah, because Nick Merckx makes X amount of dollars. And it's like, okay, first off, sure, he makes that X amount of dollars. Your one subscription is not going to put a dent into his thing. And he most, cannot get paid ever again and be fine for the rest of his life. Pretty like, much, yeah. You're you're he, literally there. To he like, literally bought out a baseball stadium and did his own like hangout thing for his fans, and he paid all of that from his own wallet. Do you not think that that was a flex enough? Like that he he paid for it. He didn't have any sponsors. He didn't do anything. He paid for it. It came out of his pocket. 
Like that to me yeah. is when you're like, that's a good streamer because he gave all that money back to his fans. So like, there are good streamers out there that are doing good things, but you know, here's the thing though. In know. society, it's rich people bad. I guess so, even if know. they're not, you know, yeah. it's it's don't judge people by their actions. Judge people by how much money they make. It's it's really stupid. It's it's literally dumb. Yeah, and I mean, we the, live in such a like like society today where like you're you're not supposed to be divisive but people are being divisive to get rid of people being divisive it's like really backwards fire with fire or weird shit makes no sense so it just doesn't make any sense i mean honestly like here's the thing you subbing to somebody or whatever you can look at it as you supporting them you know if people who are smaller you know that is you are literally supporting them people who are bigger you're telling them, hey, great job. I feel like you earn like a sub of five bucks from me. Like this content is so good. It's like the rule of like a video game. If like my rule of video games is if I get enjoyment out of like 60 hours of a game, that's a dollar an hour. That's worth it to me. I played, the, I enjoyed a game for 60 hours. I paid 60 bucks. That's pretty fucking good. If you're watching streams all the time uh, from this one person you've been watching for years and you have the money that you feel like spending and giving to somebody else, dude, why the fuck, why the fuck not your favorite streamer at that point? You know, yeah, if I mean, you just that's have money I, to like, go. I looked oh. at it with, with Tim, it was like, well, now I don't sub to him on Twitch, obviously, but, um, but you know, I followed him over there on, on YouTube. I actually had to. <laughs> fill out all new information because i'd never have done that before <laughs> like sub to actually like gives give a sub to somebody um or whatever they call it over there following or i don't know um but uh yeah because i watched him when i work like he just he's just on in the background so i i go hey this is the money this is my appreciation to him as a viewer and like obviously the big guys are not going to be as affected by whatever you're going to do here. Um, but just know that they're, they, they've gone a long ways to get to where they are. It's that, it's that idea of like, um, like let's use like marshmallow marshmallow, the DJ, he was, uh, he was on monster cat first, like nobody. Like he did, he was, he was just a part of the DJs that was on monster cat. And then he got super popular while he was on there. His contract came up instead of signing with them again, he just went out and did his own thing. And now he's, you know, everywhere. I, I can't get away without seeing that marshmallow head that he has, but it's like, <laughs> but, but some people look at it as like, well, now he's sold out. He's a sellout. It's like he's come a long way, and look no, at no, he just Twitch. succeeded. You're yeah, he succeeded, <laughs> but he came a long way from where he was, and that's how I look at the Twitch people that are making all that money. They were here day one, they were here at the beginning of the time when the website was nothing, and that's why they make that much money. They didn't make it overnight, and they don't just make it every like this is what I've made. And like, if you look at their growth, I'm sure you would see like, oh, because they got popular, this is what happened, like. Um, this is I, I what everybody else wants who yeah. starts up in streaming or content creation. That's the end goal. And you're going to be mad at people for reaching their goal. I mean, that's literally like 
I just don't understand. It doesn't register my mind. Like, how could you be mad at somebody for actually earning where they got? You know, it's not like they were born into a family that gave them a huge Twitch audience. Like, it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, we're it's still not... in that first generation, so it's, there's, no one's got that yet. So Yeah, it, it's... Even then, I mean, it's... I just I just don't get it. My people got to be like this. I don't... Who cares? So, long story <laughs> short, the Twitch stuff is out there. Please go double authenticate. Literally everything. Don't just do it for Twitch. Do it for everything that you purchase. Your Microsoft account, your PlayStation account, they both do it. They both have double authentication. Your your Origin account, your Steam account, they every single one of those websites does double authentication. Please go do it. Make your account safe. Do not get hacked. It's it, it, it's just another extra step of security, and you always know who's logging in. So please go do that. Um, any final words about the Twitch leak? I guess we got more to talk about next time, but anything else? No. I think that, that's, that about covers it. Okay. We're moving on to our second topic. Uh, Valve officially uh, tore down the uh, Steam Deck and uh, let us see what was on the, the inside. Uh, they did a five-minute video, an official video that's out there from Valve uh, it, that actually walked through undoing the Steam Deck, but then they said, don't do it. <laughs> like, please, whatever you do, do not do what we're about to do here. Um, but I can read the article here from IGN. This is from Taylor... Lilas, I am butchering that, but that was it's here we are. Uh, the roughly five minute uh, video is a walkthrough on how to not only open up the Steam Deck, but how to replace the thumbsticks on and SSD included with the handheld. Uh, despite being an official demo, Valve issues a warning at the beginning. It is a about a two minute long warning of this. That that's my thing saying that. That is that's what they say. But anyway. Um, while they cannot stop you from doing so, it is strongly advised that you uh, not to open up your Steam Deck for any reason. Uh, the main reason Valve is strongly advising you to not pry the Steam Deck open is due to the console's battery. Should the you puncture the battery while opening it, there's a chance the battery may catch fire, noting... Uh, that if you damage the battery, the Steam Deck's warranty will not cover anything that you break. So you're doing this at your own risk if you decide to do it. Um, Valve also notes that while the screws holding the Steam Deck can be removed, they have a high probability of being stripped. So they're probably a cheaper metal of how they do that's a screw. Uh, meaning the screws become so damaged that it becomes difficult to remove even with a screwdriver. More importantly, if you remove the screws, Valve warns that opening the case will weaken, oh, will weaken the Steam Deck's uh, drop resistance with, quote, no way to avoid, end quote, if uh, it was once, wait, oh, no way to avoid it, it once you open up the Steam Deck. So as soon as you open it, you've essentially released this, like, vacuum seal that I, they keep, that they are somehow describing here. Uh, this is me now noting this. Um, that And they showed, like, dropping tests uh, because it's so compact on the inside. <laughs> so, yeah, they dropped, like, an anvil, essentially, onto the screen. It was violent. 
Um, yeah, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> um, but it looked like it could take a hit, man. That, yeah. That, it definitely looked like very well put together. Um, but if you were to undo the screws, it could cause a very bad uh, – well, in their ways, no way to avoid it. Uh, so if you undo this and you put it back together successfully and you drop it, there's a possibility that it is going to break very easily. Um, okay, so continuing in the article, the teardown reveals that the SSD uses an M.2 2230 form factor slot in every configuration of the Steam Deck, including the most affordable 64-gigabyte uh, model, which includes the EMMC storage. The other two models are NVMe SSDs. Uh, Valve warns that swapping the SSD inside uh, with another may consume too much energy uh make make the steam deck susceptible to overheating and may negatively impact uh, other key components such as the wireless module through electromagnetic interference so the 64 gigabyte model because it is an emec uh storage it's not gonna do it, it it's not designed to take an nvme ssd inside it because mm -hmm those are those use a different system that, than the e the emmc the emx stuff um so anyway uh the video also demonstrates how to remove the steam decks thumbsticks which is the first thing they talk about and it's very easy how they do that uh with the narrator noting it <laughs> with the narrator noting it is quote easy to remove end quote though replacing the parts will be tricky like the other parts inside the steam deck both the ssd and thumbsticks are custom uh, to support the functionality of the Steam Deck. Despite this, uh, at about halfway into the video, Valve says it plans to share more information about uh, come about replacements, so how to get replacements uh, that are compatible with the Steam Deck in case if any of this starts to happen. Parts including thumbsticks, SSDs, in the uh, coming months, end quote. Uh, or, quote, in coming months, end quote. So, if you have, uh, if you are brave enough to open up your Steam Deck and modify it to your liking, you will be happy to know that Valve is providing a, a reassurance of compatible parts and where to purchase them. The Steam Deck is slated to release uh, sometime in December, but due to high demand, most people may receive one as early as next year. Uh, for more information on the Steam Deck, check out the hands-on preview that IGN provided. So there you go. Um, that is it. What do you think about the Steam Deck so far? I mean, it's cool. Um, I don't. It's not really something that I'm looking to get. Mm -hmm. um, I have a Switch, um, and I have a phone, so I don't really need the Stream Deck or the Steam Deck. Um, it's cool though for people who want like a PC away from home and don't want a laptop. Yeah, um, I mean they they did show that it does have the capability of being plugged into a monitor and then you being able to run a PC. Yeah, uh, you did say something uh, before we started recording. It's it'll work with Game Pass or, or so uh, they what was i believe said a while back when the steam deck was being announced and talked about was they would allow other os's to be or not os's but other launchers to be on there now that means reading in between the lines there origin would be included in that um epic could be included in that you also got 
the Xbox app could be included in that. And inside the Xbox app is Game Pass and also cloud streaming. So, because that's the newest update that just came to Xbox, uh, the Xbox mm-hmm. app is now you can stream to any PC using the Xbox app. Um, so, yeah. It, also, you can also use your uh, Xboxes, no matter what, it, uh, Xbox One or Xbox Series as uh, dedicated Xboxes that you can play off of now. So, from, from, the, from the app. Like, that is now a thing. So, it's not a no. And Phil Spencer said he's very supportive of the Steam Deck, as he's talked about in the past. So, you know, this thing could be a pretty good Switch killer. Like, I mean, if it's pushing out good graphics and fast load times with that M.2 slot and with the NVMe SSDs, then, I mean, that's a that's well, a I pretty mean- hard thing to, for Nintendo to fight. Other than the exclusives. I'll give him that. Yeah, I'll give him that. I don't know. What what do you, what are you thinking now that you've kind of seen what's on in the inside and stuff like that? Well, I mean, I don't think it it's a true competitor for the Switch, only because like people who are buying the Switch are buying it to play Nintendo games. They aren't like buying it to go play Doom on the Switch. Oh. You know what I mean? Um, it's not something that's gonna take over your main rig it's gonna be your alternate rig so like where the switch is like i mean that's their mainline thing i mean you're gonna get all their exclusives on it you're not gonna get exclusives on that steam deck i mean steam doesn't you can get everything that's gonna be on there on pc so it's it's kind of like that whole thing with like xbox um like people aren't buying the new Xbox, they're not worrying about the new Xbox because you can get all their games on the on PC now. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of the same situation with this. Um, I feel like the market for this is going to be less than the market for the Switch, um, even though it is going to definitely easily be more powerful than the than the Switch because the Switch isn't a very powerful <laughs> very powerful console at all. It's actually behind. In the in technology um, compared to everything else, even though it is hybrid and it would should be less than like say an Xbox or a PlayStation because it is like a mobile and it has to be docked to perform at its best, it's still quite behind. Um, but even so, I mean, you're not you're not marketing to the same people really. So I don't see it as a competition. I don't think Nintendo has to worry about it. I wish they would worry about it so that way they make better hardware, but you know, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they do talk about how like you couldn't get it off the shelf. Like you can't buy this stuff off the shelf of the the hard drives. Um and then uh uh but you can use the the micro SDs. So they said you can use the micro SD slot if you're choosing to expand. This is what we ch- we would suggest that you use. Um, but I'm looking at the specs here. It says that it will have 60 hertz, so games should be running at 60 frames a second. Um, it'll be a 7-inch diagonal, which 1,200 by 800 pixel uh, screen, which would be, I believe, better than the Switch at that point. Because I don't think – or is the Switch a 1080p screen? It's not yeah. 1080p. Uh, it says uh, it does 1080 in the settings, but I don't know if it's a true 1080 
um, just because of like the way the screen is. I, I don't know what the uh, resolution and size is. I'm trying to look up the specs here. It says, um, da -da 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 -da. it's 1280 by 720. <laughs> yeah, so wow, they lied. <laughs> yeah, and it that's the, the, by the way. By the way, that is the OLED. That's the newest model. It's the newest model that I'm telling you on that. Uh, yeah. But it does output at uh, 1080p when docked. So, so that. Uh, okay, that's all right. Um, but let's see here. Is this a switch still? It is. Um, I'm trying to look up the docked specs for the steam deck as well but i am not finding them quickly so we're gonna let we'll, we'll let them pass on that one because they're from two different websites so um but yes yeah that's uh i don't know does use i mean both of them use usb type c's so thank god for that yeah. um let's see the they talk about battery um so about two to eight hours of gameplay. So it has a 40-watt battery, whereas the um, – okay, I don't know what milliamps to watts are, so I'm not going to go into that because both websites use different measurements. Uh, okay, well, there you go. So, uh, yeah, two to eight hours of gameplay, which I would say is a roughly about what the Switch can do too when it's not docked. It's, so it's not bad because, I mean, where are you going to be two to eight hours at a time? Yeah, you know where you're actually able to play it. I mean, you're yeah. probably unless you're on an airplane. That's about it. Yeah, but I mean, most flights. I mean, they're going to be like Two six hours. hours at the most. I mean, yeah. if you're if you're going across the country in the U.S. anyway. Yeah. Um, very 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 interesting. So, um, yeah. It's a cool device. We'll see where it goes. I'm not sure where. Um, yeah. but don't open up your Steam decks. Let a professional do it, unless you want a nice toasty fire this christmas <laughs> yeah or end up in the hospital yeah, yeah. So. all right any final words nope all right we're moving on to our third and final topic the pokemon company announces partnership with universal japan uh starting 2022 so next year will be a uh beginning of a friendship that nintendo already has started as people may not know uh, the Pokemon company is technically their own company, so they can do. They have to make the deals as much as Nintendo makes their deals. So, the Pokemon company has now signed with them to do a very special thing, like this. This is from Game Per. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was from the. Uh, oh man, this is it. Osin Kunuki. And this was written today. Um, Universal Studios Japan announced today, starting in 2022, they will be forming a partnership with the Pokemon Company. Quote, we are honored to have a long-term partnership with the Pokemon Company while developing groundbreaking Pokemon entertainment at Universal Studios Japan for, uh, for both Pokemon fans and our guests. End quote. The CEO and USJ President J.L. Bonner, it... I swear it's not boner. <laughs> it's... Can we just say it is? <laughs> okay. Uh, but Mr. Maybe Mrs. I don't know. Uh, on this uh, <laughs> collaboration. Uh, Pokemon Company President 
Oh God, tis uh Tisanukazu to uh Ishihara also commented on the announcement saying, "quote the incredible team at Universal Studios." Oh, Pokemon Company. Oh, this guy actually is president of the Pokemon Company. Um, uh, the incredible team at Universal Studios Japan have the creative vision and learning exper- uh, expertise in world-class theme park technology to imagine a uniquely Pokemon experience, end quote. The Pokemon Company and Universal Studios offered no specific details on what the, quote, creative alliance, end quote, will entail, other than the fact we'll be seeing the fruits of it starting next year. The statement uh, also uh, notes that the collaboration is long-term, so presumably they will be continuously rolling out rather than one big expansion. Uh, the news comes shortly after the announcement of a Donkey Kong-themed expansion coming to Super Nintendo Land, uh, which w- came, I believe it opened last year, uh, the end, towards the end of last year. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Uh, the ex- uh, expansion is set to increase the Super Nintendo Land portion of the park by 70%. Um, but it's currently unclear if the Pokemon collaboration will be will have permanent fixtures in the park. The statement uh, noted that the two companies will be quote combining innovative technology and extraordinary creativity. End quote. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, so seem- uh, seemingly, uh, some kind of attraction will be incorporated into the park. The Mario Kart ride at Super Nintendo Land uses augmented reality to enhance the ride, so perhaps they might consider using it to bring the pocket monsters to life in the park. The Super Nintendo Land uh, expansion is also set to arrive at Universal Studios Orlando, expected to open in 2025. Presumably, the expansion will mirror the one in Osaka, but at this point, there's no confirmation that there will be a Donkey Kong area in the park or a Pokemon-themed collaboration. The post, uh, the Pokemon Company announces partnership in Universal Studios Japan starting 2022 appears first on Gamper. Game per. Game per. Purr. There you go. Um, so, yeah, there's there's that. So, what I wanted to talk about, what do you think that this fucking means? <laughs> what if you had, let's say, Ashton, you're at the board meeting, and Pokemon Company's on one side of the table, and Universal Studios Japan's on the other side of the table, and they need ideas. What would be some cool ideas that the Pokemon <sighs> Company and Universal could do? do I mean, you there's a... There's there's a couple things they could do, because like here's the thing, because I mean they're probably gonna lean on the anime a little bit, okay. um, and probably it'll unfortunately be the new anime, and not Indigo League. Um, so I mean, it would be cool if they did something with Pallet Town, but they probably won't because it wouldn't be a very, it wouldn't be good in like an attraction type setting. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a lot to see in Palatown. Um, I think it'd be cooler to, like, go to, like, um, like a Pokemon Stadium. Um, I think it'd be really cool to go into, like, some of the more well-known, like, areas. Like, even, like, checking out the Safari Zone for, like, Pokemon training. That would be, that would be cool um, in terms of, like, being at a quote-unquote theme park. Um, oh, there's, 
I think it's going to be more along the lines of like, hey, walking around going checking this stuff out rather than like a bunch of rides, which I would kind of like more. But it, yeah, so if we were to go based on this press press release, um, that seems to be what's going to happen. It's it's not going to be. So far, the way that they're alluding to is that it, it's just going to be incorporated into the park. So we're not going to see some big fixture, uh, uh, presumably, uh, which is, I think, a bit of a bummer. But yeah. I hope I'm wrong on that. Uh, and I'm not reading. Maybe they're maybe they're not like I mean, they said they're not releasing any information on what they're actually doing. But the way that they've kind of talked about it, it definitely doesn't seem like it seems like more of shops, maybe some exclusive Universal Japan Pokemon merch, like things like that. Maybe some cards that you can only get there. Like it, it definitely seems like more merchandise will now be sold there. Not really much of anything else. But I've been kind of thinking of some ideas here. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. spitball them here with you. One of them was what if they do exactly what they did at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and they have a Professor Oak area, like building, and you go inside and you get to choose your Pokemon starter. And so That'd they have cool. like a they have like a fake Pokeball, like a life size real Pokeball that you can pick out and it inside it, you click a button like on on the Pokeball thing, on the little like button front. When you click it, it'll actually make the sound of like whatever Pokemon you choose, so like you'll just it'll just do like fun sounds from like Charmander or like Squirtle's Pokeball or things like that. Do so you think they'll like, do the Game Boy sounds, or do you think they'd use the anime sounds? Hmm. Well, going based on the Pokedex, uh, and what the Pokemon Company uses, the Pokemon Company usually uses the Pokedex index that they created for the games. So, cause like, and the only one they don't do that for is Pikachu. Cause like, if you open up Pokemon Go, the they all make their like cries that they make in the game, but mm -hmm. Pikachu does say Pikachu. So okay, yeah. Well, um, now do you think you'd be running around with like a Pokeball keychain, or do you think what they'd probably do is go like the super? Mario Land and go with the wristband, but the wristband would be a Pokedex. I think, obviously, you probably do some sort of app tie-in, right? Like, that's just kind of yeah. what they do. So, and, and that's not just what Universal does. Disney does this as well. They have the Magic Bands. They do their whole shit, and they're announced their old Magic Band Plus thing, um, which is also cool technology. But I think what Universal has got going for themselves with the – it, it would be kind of dumb – to have them do two different things but I, it does make sense though because i'm starting to think of like okay so let's let's take that idea right and they have the pokeball and they have certain areas like how they have at universal uh hollywood and orlando for wizarding world where there's a certain spot you can step on and then you can flurry your wand in a certain like way and then you get to interact with what's around you based on what like little motion you use because it uses like an ar sensor essentially a connect mm -hmm. looks at the wand the wand sends a frequency to the connect thing and judges the shape that you just made and then it will interact with oh you did the shape correctly and now the box opened and like something flies out of it now so i think that they could incorporate that because they already have that technology 
it would be kind of cool if they do like a fake throwing wristband thing. So you tie it to your wrist and then you make this throwing motion and it flings down as if you're throwing it. And then there's like an accelerometer and then you could throw it into an area, maybe some digital screen or something like that. Or in your safari zone that you have stated earlier, could be doing something like that. But okay. Let's cool. They'll probably have a Poke Center in there too. Oh, they have to. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon centers are all over the place in Japan, so. And they'll have a Mart, you know, Pokemart, so they'll probably have, like, special drinks and stuff, like X-Speed. Okay, okay, so let's, let's, this, 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 this could get kind of fun now. Okay, so let's say the Pokemart has the the, the drinks, right? Mm-hmm. So you think they're, they're not going to do food? Are we just saying that this is, because sometimes they I do think, that. I think they'll do food, because, uh, okay. I mean, they'll, they'll probably make, like, um, I think I think they're gonna be better off doing like, I mean they can do food, but I mean you'd probably want it like food that you'd see in like the anime and not yeah. stuff just at the mart. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because you mean, don't like... ever get to see that stuff. Because I want some of Brock's cooking, man. Yeah, Give you want his donuts, cooking. quote unquote donuts, which is onigiri, <laughs> which is the rice balls. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, but we in America we got it, it says he made donuts, but anyway, um. Okay, so let's do this. L- let's go down the main things that we, we usually see, right? We have a potion. We have a heal. Yeah, we got hyper potion. We got a max. Okay, let's go max heal, a potion, a regular potion, and uh, uh, Don't forget about the berries. Cause I know, that was the berries. I'm trying berries. to think of like what else there is. You could do uh, smoothies for the berries, though. That okay, so hard. and then you just name it like, you know, whatever the berry is, whatever Pokemon name berry yeah. it is. And then, okay, so what's in a potion, and what's what would be in the? Uh, why can't I think of the other one? Are you saying full heal, or like X speed, X attack? Yeah, let me. Okay, what would be in a potion? Uh, like, what what do you think would be a good drink? So I'm assuming the potions well, are potions blue are... normally, right? Well, are they blue? I thought they were purple. Here, let me, I'm, I'm going to look it up on Pokemon Go here, but uh, go ahead and wh- wh- what do you think would be a good mixed drink? Well, I mean, they're all going to be like fruity because, you know, it's it's you got to remember this is going to be marketed to children. So non-alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, um, I think everything will be non-alcoholic, which kind of sucks. But they also have revives, but that's not really anything. Um. Yeah, there's a super <laughs> it's just potion. tons of electrolytes for hangovers. <laughs> there's a potion, super potion, hyper potion, and max potion. Um. um then there's. Uh. Yep. The raspberries. R a z z berry. Golden raspberry. Um. It would be I think funny they would if you go could with get some of like the more <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, some of like the more o- iconic like. Everybody knows what it is, kind of item, mm-hmm. and they'll just make like, uh, um, like these non-alcoholic like cocktails and stuff, uh, or they can make like sodas. I mean, all the berries you could do milkshakes for easily. Um, or smoothies. That'd be, smoothies. Yeah, or smoothie. A smoothie would be probably be better. That's yeah. what I think I meant. Um, I think you said that earlier too. Yeah, smoothies. Um. Like that would be that would be super easy to do. Yeah, 
I can um, see that I think at, a, really at cool. a park. There's not, that you don't really see smoothies otherwise, other unless they d- partner with Jamba Juice. So yeah, yeah, they I could. Can. You never know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think it'd be really cool. Um, I just don't know what else there would be there. I mean, it's uh, Nintendo's really into these, you know, kind of like hey, walk around and look at stuff parks instead of like it being. It's an amusement park without like being like a Six Flags, you know what I mean? Or yeah, I think. Well, I it's, like, it's very. I it's, I like rides, so I'm, yeah. I'm a little disappointed. It's <laughs> it's very interesting of what Universal does for their rides because Universal, as as a theme park enthusiast. Um, they, I like to call Universal Studios the theme park of screens because they love screens. They love putting you in that 4D experience, and they call that their amusement thing. They have a Minions one, a Simpsons one, a Fast and the Furious one, a like it. It just it, it just has continued, and they they love using and utilizing those screens. So. Uh, which is unfortunate, but when they have the land and the space for it, like Universal Orlando, which is a and and for those that don't know, Universal Studios. If we look at the America Parks, Hollywood was a Universal backlot, like it, it's a, it's a movie studio with a theme park in the backyard, whereas Universal Studios Orlando is a theme park with a backlot in the backyard. So it that that's the mindset that you have to go in with both of those. I'm not very sure about Universal Studios Japan. It it definitely seems like they do cater to their audience very well though. Um they they have a lot of anime stuff that they love using at Universal Studios Japan. Uh I believe Monster Hunter is like they have Monster Hunter stuff now. Um, where you can go like in a store, you can get food, you can get like all this theme stuff. And I think what they're what they do is they target the audience that is there. So um, I'm not entirely sure, like how the article is saying, what Universal Studios is going to bring to Orlando in 2025. But it could be a different scenario. Like we could get the exact mirror and more because they one have the land to do that, and two, it's um, like the American audience is always about the thrill. We want to go on the thrill ride. We're like roller coasters, things like that. Like we, that's the audience that likes that, which is what you are Ashton. Like you're the American audience, which is, I am too. So I definitely would prefer more of an interactive, like get me on a ride. So with that said, we can't not talk about what would be a cool ride that the Pokemon universe could bring to us. I have an idea of one, but I want to let you go first if you have one. Or do you want a little bit of time to think? I mean, they have to have... I mean, Pikachu's going to be front and center, but I don't know if they would use them as a ride. I could see Zapdos being like a roller coaster, like a sick-ass roller coaster. What if they take three legendary birds and it's three roller coasters interweaving with each other? That would be insane. So you have Zapdos, Moltres, and uh, Articuno, which those three roller coasters would be different, and then they could go at the same time as such. Now, the reason why this is not necessarily a outlandish idea is because at Universal Studios Orlando, they actually have a uh, 
dragon ride based around the Harry Potter universe, and there are two different coasters that go. There's a red one and a green one. So the and it's based around the Goblet of Fire tournament and things like that. So it would be cool and would keep re, like rewritability because you would have to ride the ride three times to experience all three of the birds. Yeah, it'd be three separate lines. Yeah. And um, not necessarily uh, a new yeah. idea for the line split, too, because Epcot does that with the Spaceship Earth, too. So, But anyway, continue. That would be sick. I would, I would fucking love that. Yeah. I would definitely go do that. Um, yeah, because that would be pretty tight, honestly. And it's a good theming. Like, you got the birds that, like, you can just color them yellow, blue, and red, and you're off to the races. Yeah, because, like... Each one could be like judging by the nature of their elements. So like fire, you know, probably be a lot of like twirls and, and shit like that, or like Zapdos, you know, be like a lot of sharp turns. Um, and then ice would be just kind of like hard chill, you know, probably yeah, be like the slower, through. right? Yeah, the cruiser ride. Yeah. 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 Um, probably yeah, get more like up, upside down from from Ultras. Because I was thinking like what, in my mind before you started talking of like what would be a good dragon type Pokemon. I was like maybe you get Dragonite to go in there, and I was like oh maybe you get more of a popular one like Charizard. But then when you mentioned the birds, I was like or <laughs> you get <laughs> yeah. them as the mascot because that's what Universal likes to do is they like to have a ride that represents something like yeah. you're you're on the thing that you're doing. Um, like the hippogriff ride when you're at Universal Hollywood, you're supposedly on a hippogriff. So, um, yeah, that would be a cool one. Um, so you got your thrill ride. What about a dark ride? Because usually you got to have a dark ride, which is like, if you don't know what I mean, the, that term they're is. They're going to use. Oh, go ahead. Probably. I mean, they probably wouldn't go like. What do you mean like a dark ride, though? So dark ride is a themed ride that's like Haunted Mansion. Uh, it's oh, usually slower be so easy yeah it's usually a slower ride it's anyone can ride it's like uh haunted mansion mr toad's wild ride it could be you know sharp turn speed kind of thing um peter pan snow white those rides are dark rides uh, uh, dude you could watch yeah. fucking ash die in it that'd be cool <laughs> it's just pokemon the movie it's just like you have to sit through it um, um yeah you could watch ghastly haunter gengar kind of you know, just that would be up. kind of fun. Oh, that, you're saying like the la the Lavender Town episode? Yeah, that you would be interesting. Just take a, where a little slow coaster through Lavender Town. I would love that as they're the ones taking you on this trip through Lavender Town, and it's in the Lavender Town Tower, and you go on the ride, and you actually get to like. And they're the ones hosting it, essentially. So they're taking yeah. you through like all this stuff. So, and you like, get to... That would be so. You're cool. basically dead. They're gonna go take you to go see Sabrina. Yeah, that'd be so yeah. cool. Oh man, that's a good idea. They call it, it like Lost Souls or something like that. Yeah. That'd be pretty and they cool. would be just joking with you the whole time because they're tricksters. They're tricksters, yeah. yeah. Oh man, I love that idea. Oh man, now I'm excited. Get hire us. Okay, I just want to <laughs> let you know, we're stating this on October 6th, 2021. So if these rides get built, just know we came up with the ideas because we have no <laughs> regular. <laughs> so anyway, 
I mean, there, it's just a, like a given. How could you not do that? You know, I mean, cool. if you need a haunted ride, I mean, that is easy. The only oh, yeah. thing is, like, they would have to make it. They'd have to alter uh, Lavender Town because even though, like uh, the Leaf Green version still gives people like headaches sometimes. So, well, okay, yeah. So the Lavender Town creepy pasta was. Uh, what is he doing, Marty? Stop that! He's like digging at his bed. Um. The uh, Lavender Town thing is, it, yeah, it, it was supposedly made people not very good uh, in the mind. So, yeah, Red and Blue, the American releases, didn't. Ha- they had an altered version of the Lavender Town song, which is probably what they would use. Um, or they wouldn't use that song at all. <laughs> but it would be yeah, kind of that, lame if they didn't. Like it, that could be still... a cue line, like when you're in line. But then again, that would be kind of irritating so to hear the ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Like in line it, for the next like thirty I don't, minutes. Yeah, that probably <laughs> wouldn't be a good move. You know what I mean? So it's like he probably mix it up or make a remix for it, mm-hmm. where it's a little bit less irritating. Because like it's <laughs> supposed to feel unsettling. No, it does, but it's also really annoying. Yeah. So if they 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 would probably have to make an alteration to it if they're going to use it. All right. Well, um, I think we've we've gone through food and drink. We've gone through rides. Obviously, you got the mascots that are going to run around. Pikachu's got to be there. Uh, some random dude that is going to be a big fat Pikachu costume. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have them, and like, and they have Eevee, so they have an Eevee costume because we've seen them around all over the place. So. There's going to be something there. Um, so, yeah, I think that's pretty much our idea. That's the Primal Target's vision of the Pokemon Company's section of Nintendo Land or whatever Universal's got planned for them. Um, any final thoughts? Uh, no. Okay. No. Well, Ashton, we did it. We kept it an hour. It's a, it's an hour and five minutes, as according to my watch here. So That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. I think we talked pretty good about it. This is a good, this is a good episode. It's a good 45 episodes right here um okay well ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening if you've been listening to this audio version of this podcast please uh like us and sub to us here on itunes or podbean or wherever you're listening to uh please also rate the uh episode because it helps us out and gets put on the charts and helps us grow the pt nation if you're watching the video version of this uh episode on youtube please hit subscribe and uh, check out the other videos we got pt plays we got other episodes of bitcade we got other uh shows and things and experiences that we've done here on youtube there's over 700 videos of content here so please go check them out find the playlist where you can find playlists um you can follow me at primal Ra- uh no you can't that's a uh, primal <laughs> No, it's not. It's at Ryan anymore. I looked at my name on Discord and it threw me off for some reason. At Ryan anymore uh, on all social media. You can follow him at Sticky underscore Ash on Twitter. And uh, that is going to be it for us here. Uh, have a great and fantastic rest of your day if you've listened to the full episode. And uh, go double authenticate your profiles. Good night, everybody. Peace. Did you just fart? Um, it was a little close to something else, but yeah. <laughs> God, 
Okay. Got a score of 92 on the critics, and which got him 25 points. I don't know how that worked out. How's that work? Huh? Shouldn't that have got him like 22 points? Hmm. Hopefully he doesn't win by like three points. <laughs> um, 